does not get the asylum seeker here, he's lost. He's he, he has no way out. So we saw you there. We were still in that half four center, you know, the migrant center, and that's where we spoke to you for a couple of days. What happened afterwards? You got the phone calls. You got these conflicting reports about whether your sons might be alive. So what did you do next after I left you? What happened? Uh, what happened is after you left, people of Malta helped him. They gave him clothes, money, etc. And they said to him, go to Italy and look for your sons. They stayed there for two uh, months trying to see if they could uh, find his sons, whether dead or alive. However, they put pictures of the live people. His sons weren't there. The dead, his sons weren't there. So he never knew whether they're alive or not. Um, afterwards, uh, he stayed in a camp where people, the refugees stayed. Uh, 15 days he stayed in Italy. Afterwards, they gave him money and they said to them, go to uh, Sweden, try to get asylum seeker. Once you get the asylum seeker, come back to Italy and continue looking for your son. And in Sweden, why was his asylum rejected? Was he given a reason? Because of his uh, fingerprint in Malta. They think that he has to stay in Malta. Just looking at an older video of Rafat with his three sons and his wife in Libya before they boarded the boat. Um, there was a, an interview done with them. They had left Syria and made their way to Libya and were then trying to make the journey over to Europe. It's very sad to see your little boys there, you know, as they speak and they're so full of hope. He said when when he was uh, speaking, one of his sons there, they said, we really want to go to Europe because it's the the country of respect and mercy and love and future. And uh, basically he said, now two sons are gone and uh, my th- the third one's on the way because he just can't live, he can't live with moving and having to travel. Um, can I come back, Rafat, to, to your sons again? Because you talked about wanting to settle and then look for your sons. Um, perhaps I could take uh, this opportunity just if you wanted to tell our listeners what Ahmed and Hamad were like as kids. He lived with, you know, he lived 12 years and nine years, the best memories of his life. This is where the hardest part is when you lose a, a child when they're young, you don't, it doesn't hurt as much as when you lose them when they're older. He said, uh, 